listening to a podcast from Light FM. The Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. Good morning. And on Monday, Motivated Today, it's all about the power of stories with Janisha Wan, founder and director of The Storybook. Let's start at the beginning, Janisha. Tell us about The Storybook and what sort of platform is it? The Storybook is a storytelling event company and also a storytelling and roleplay academy. It started five years ago. So when we started it was not really meant to be a storytelling place mm-hmm. or a platform. It was actually meant to be a place where people come in to experience books. Means there are books for sale, there are books everywhere. And then they could also uh, watch movies related to books. They could attend to storytelling events and so on and so forth. We started doing storytelling on our own quite by accident, actually. A few months after we started, we I started to have some storytellers, part-time storytellers to come in to tell a story to the children. So, And I noticed that what they were doing is they were just holding a book and they were reading it to the kids. Mm. And basically, for me, I always felt like if I'm a kid, will I be engaged? You know, And I, right. I felt bored just yeah. listening to that. So I, I thought that that's not the right way to do it. So at the same time, there was an international school came to us and said, can you conduct a storytelling at our school? And I was thinking, maybe I don't want to use those storytellers. Let's let's do it on our own. Right. And I told my team, let's role play out the story. And mm-hmm. then we asked the kids to role play together with us. So the, that story that we did was a simple one, The Little mm-hmm. Red Riding Hood. Right. So we showed them how we role played the story. Mm-hmm. And then we asked the kids, okay, who wants to be Little Red Riding Hood now? Who wants to be the wolf? And amazingly, the response was very good. All of them wanted to try. Um. I've always thought kids in Malaysia are shy, but they are not at all shy. <laughs> so we started doing that. That was our watershed moment, our right. breakthrough. Mm. After that, we started doing that at our own place. Mm-hmm. And the response was amazing. It was tremendous. It shows that people, uh, I mean the parents especially, they wanted this. Right. They don't want their children to come there to the place to just listen passively and then or watch passively for, right, uh, for yeah. you know, and then leave. They want their kids to be out there, involved, since then, every storytelling event that we hold, we yeah. will always ask who wants to be the prince, who wants to be the king, and yeah. and they will put their hands that. up. Yeah. And the parents too are engaged uh, because sometimes we ask parents who wants to be the king in this story, and they responsibly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don on their crowns, we give them a crown, wow. they wear the crown, right. and and they play the role because they also want to encourage their children to do the same. So it's role play. I call it interactive role play storytelling. Mm-hmm. So what we are doing is this, and this has been going on until twenty twenty. It's still going on, but twenty twenty another thing happened. Of course, pandemic happened. Yeah, we started the academy. So the academy came about is because parents were coming to us and said, "Hey, you're just doing storytelling events. Why don't you have something to teach my children how to do this, like a class?" Right. right. And I was thinking, I'm not like a trained educator here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we want to do this? So we, we ex- again, I said experimented trial classes. We had some trial, uh, I, I wouldn't call it trial classes, but it is paid and the parents come for it. So it began from there. And we, again, we started with very simple stories like Little Red Riding Hood, Jack and the Minstock, mm. etc. Now our kids are performing in theatres, public places, malls, you know. Wow. Well, so it's kind of like, it's sort of almost like a, a storytelling workshop where the kids get a chance to sort of immerse themselves in yes. performance yes. through Ro- story like, as a vehicle. Correct. And children aren't the only ones who actually mm. learn at mm. the storybook. We know that you also train adults yes. to become storytellers yes. at the storybook. Tell us about that process. Once we started doing our storytelling events, right, especially in 2018-19, it was very, very popular. Until sometimes we had five, six sessions and it was... 
So the demand was very good. Mm. So a lot of teachers from schools, preschools came to us and said, hey, can you teach us how to do this? Because we want to learn how to do this. Right. They saw how we conduct it. So that's why we started a like workshops, you know, like to train them mm-hmm. how to conduct it the way that we do it. Unique styling point here is we call it role play and interactive. So they, mm. there is a role play element. Mm-hmm. They have to guide the children to say certain things. Mm. So they found that that, that part is the where they come in and we train them to do this. So now what I'm doing is also we train uh, narrators for our own team mm-hmm. as well as schools sometimes uh, some, some preschools they will send their teachers I think that's brilliant because yeah. it's you know it's not something that's necessarily taught at teacher training academy and mm. this is one way to keep your kids engaged whether you're teaching them history or a story or art yeah. is because there's so much focus on making engaging kids more mm. in education which is important mm. but sometimes you've got to engage the teacher in education as well yes. so that the teacher is more interested in teaching and this is one way to make it more enjoyable for both sides both the mm. educator and the, the person that's studying that's learning right yep yeah. so the, some of the techniques that we teach these narrators right the, the storytellers or not story narrators is we tell them not to like use the teacher mode I call it a teacher <laughs> mode you, yeah. the, to use the Play mode. Play mode means we are playing with the children. Mm-hmm. We come down to their level because most of the time we are very tall instructing the children down and the children is like, what, the this giant person yeah. is yeah. telling me what to do. We don't. We actually come down to their level as though we are playing. So the children... Equals. Yeah. Yes. The immersive. Children, in yes, very way. immersive. Mm. So the children doesn't feel any pressure. Yeah. So that's where we found that this is the one of the things that really Mm. break the ice for the kids and makes it very different. You know, in this day and age, uh, it's all about digital and being online and stuff. So, uh, you know, how does the storybook stay entertaining for kids and adults, you know, in competition with this very fast-paced stuff that you get? This brings back to the origin of the storybook because the storybook idea was there since the very beginning. So actually, I, I had this when I was like a teenager. So it's already been in the, in the in back my of head, your mind. It, yeah, right? in my Sewing head. in the back burner. Yes, but it never it was never brought out because we, we focus on other priorities in life, right? So, mm. And then when I started doing this, I find that now my key focus was to make people love stories. Mm. And sto- from storybooks, means read. Yeah. Not just gadgets and stuff. Yeah. But I find that a lot of people now they are like you ask it, okay, take pick up a book and they're like, Oh, boring, you know? Mm. So the first thing that comes to them is like not fun, boring. Mm. So how do we make it fun? We make it come alive. Mm. We bring it to life by role playing. Love it. And yes. Yes, acting it out in front of them, asking them to be involved. So they don't become like mm. I have to read this book. So what we saw happen with our the children who came to our events, right? After the storytelling event. They want to buy the book. Right. They tell their mummies they want to buy the book and they start singing the songs that... I love it. It makes sense yeah. to me because you, you have a sort of like an emotional connection yes. with it then. Like they wanted to see like the ending. Is it really like what we have told in the in the story when we role play it? Yeah. So th- that was very good. Yeah. So we find that this is where we connected like to them mm. is that we can't ask them read this book. Yeah. We bring it alive first and then they said, now I'm interested in the story and now I want to read this book. Right. And that inculcates the... Uh, does the, it then lead to them getting other books yes. as well? Yes, that's why we sell books also now in our place. Actually, we, all this while we, oh, we did sell. They love to read, you know. So mm. at first, they you can see them like just sitting there. Then now they're picking up books and they're, you know what, while they're waiting for their turns or, or whatever, you know, they take up the book and they and read. And you know, kids love things that they know, yes. that they're familiar with and that's a, a fantastic way of connecting them. 
how you got into this in the first place like you said you set this up in 2017 but right. like who are you in the scheme of things <laughs> and how did you start this in, in a nutshell right tell us in a, okay but it's a very big nutshell <laughs> so it's small nutshell small nutshell so yeah like i told you it's always been my head but mm. it never got into it it was never brought out so 2017 i actually left kl for a while i went back to my parents hometown and wanted to take over my father's business but it didn't work out at the same time, I was thinking of starting this in Ipoh because I'm from Ipoh. Mm. And I talked to MPH Bookshop and I said, let's work together for this, you know. And they were interested, actually. Mm -hmm. So we, we saw a place in Ipoh. We wanted to bring it to Fushun, but the place didn't materialize it for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, I had a big argument with my father. So I said, I'm not going to take a business anymore. I'm leaving. And <laughs> and I like just drove off, you know. So as I drove back to, Malay uh, to, to KL, to Malaysia, to KL, <laughs> yeah. to KL. I passed by this place which is near my home, Plaza Arcadia, actually, mm -hmm. in Desla Park City. And I said, hey, just do it. Like, this thing is in my head. This is the point. Like, now I, I said goodbye to my father's business. Mm -hmm. I have I have another company, which is a PR company, actually. Oh, and right. I put it on a back burner because so, of... So you were in PR beforehand? Yes. Like, your, your sort of job before the storybook was that, in PR? Uh, yes, I run the company for a couple... I mean, it's still running, actually. And uh, right. before that, I was a marketing head. But I, I felt all these are connected because to be a good marketer and a good PR person, you have to be a good storyteller. You have to be able to sell ice or snow to the Eskimos, right? Yes. Which obviously is something you can do. Yeah. We want to learn how to do what you do. We want to feel what it's like to be one of those um, parents or adults who are in that class learning to tell a story, what it feels like to be a part of that. So let's, let's have you like teach us how to narrate a story. Let's pretend we're in one of your sessions. Alright, okay. So how I would bring you into the picture here, let's start with Little Red Riding Hood again, right? Okay. So Asha is going to be the, the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Terry is the wolf, right? Alright. Terry is the wolf. Okay. So Terry is the wolf. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm hairy enough. I got it. Okay. okay I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. Alright. I'm, I'm ready. So you know what the grandma says when the wolf was knocking on the door? Grandma says, Come on in. And then she said, Who is it? And Terry says, It's me, Little Red Riding Hood. I brought you bread and wine. <laughs> and the wolf arrived at Little Red Riding Hood grandma's house and he knocked on the door. And grandma said, Hello, who is it? Hi, oh. Hi grandma, it's me. Little Red Riding Hood. 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 Come on, Little Red Riding Hood, you sound a bit sick. You must come in and let me make you some hot soup. Yes. I mean, yes, Grandma. <coughs> Thank you for inviting me in. And he opened the door and he howled. <coughs> and Grandma screamed. <coughs> and the wolf jumped on Grandma and gobbled up Grandma. Nom, 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 nom. Yum, 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 yum. Slip, 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 slip. That's really how I eat. Oh, Grandma. So good. I need a toothpick now. I need a toothpick now. That was finger licking good. So good. I hope I give you indigestion massively. That's scary. Grandma can still talk. In the tummy. Alive. Okay, the end. The end. 
that was actually a lot of fun. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Alicia for joining yeah. us yes. today. Yes, okay. No problem. It was so much fun. <laughs> and if people you. want to find out more about the storybook, where do they go? Is there an Instagram page? Yep. Our handle for Instagram and Facebook, the storybook lives, mm-hmm. L-I-V-E-S, and website, the storybook.my. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.